Music don't change the world. There's something happening here. Got to fight the battles that be. We shall overcome. I'm going to tell all you fascists you may be surprised. Music don't change the world. Only the audience can change the world. But a good songwriter can offer a different perspective. People Get Ready, our summer of 2016 protest music series takes us back to where we began this hour. Not to the Middle East, but to a dormant, rarely acknowledged history in our own neighborhood. The indigenous people of North America and the protest voices who are growing in number who insist that the peoples of pre-Columbian times are here in various forms and not just as fronts for casino operations. Check out the Aboriginal Canadian DJ trio called The Tribe Called Red. Their unique brand of powwow step mixes electronic dance music and hip-hop with vocal and drum elements of First Nations music. They fight marginalization, brutality, and poverty and play sounds that are ancient and fresh. Tim Toolman Hill, a Mohawk who grew up on the Six Nations of the Grand River Reservation, the largest in all of Canada. Hill attended an electric powwow, a monthly club night in Ottawa and ended up joining the band. When I went and saw them play for the first time, I saw like this sense of pride amongst people who were native, and uh, it just kind of like uh, made a lot of sense to me that this was something that was powerful, something that was needed. There was a gap in music that didn't fill that for a long time. What's going on in the First Nation sort of story in Canada and in North America generally? It it seems as though there is a renaissance happening, and it's political, it's cultural, and I would say that A Tribe Called Red is a part of it. Basically, we aren't supposed to be here. We are born into politics, and it's been like that forever. And what's going on now is that the missing and murdered Indigenous women, who the number keeps on rising or and then things aren't really being done about it. So then, you know, that's up to us to kind of step up and bring some awareness to it, to speak on these issues that plague our our people, the way that we've been colonized or oppressed, a cultural genocide. When you uh, think of yourselves as a dance movement um, coming straight out of the club scene and the hip-hop scene, dance is also uh, deeply... Um, You know, it's almost a language of the Mohawk and the people that you come from. How do you mix those, or do they mix? Anytime you get the drum, it's uh, any kind of music, it's dance music. So all we're doing is mixing dance music, contemporary dance music, with our traditional dance music. They just seem to fit very well and marriage really well together. Powwow isn't traditional to the Iroquois people, but it's something that universally all indigenous people kind of do and celebrate and use. My people, we do like other dances with uh, water drums and rattles. So the beat of a water drum is almost comparable to uh, footwork. There's a, a tradition of sacredness in the sense that 
Some of the great historical leaders and mythological leaders of the Iroquois aren't even allowed. Their names are not mentioned. Um, and so I'm wondering if you have uh, rules for what you can sample and what you can't sample. Are there certain things that can't be touched or uh, that need to remain in some sort of sacred space uh, as you sample? Or are you? is it up for grabs, anything up for grabs? We follow a protocol with the powwow. Um, we made sure that it was like okay to do, and we've always listened to elders or anybody that we know that that, that wanted to like uh, say their opinions on stuff. And actually, we do handle everything with respect and sensitivity in that sort of sense. When it comes to Iroquois music, that's something that we haven't crossed yet. We are about to, and these are conversations that we're having for our new album. We work with a Sami artist, and we worked with uh, uh, Aboriginal um, uh, electronic group from Australia. We had to like ask permission to use the spelling for certain songs or even the the lyrics to it because it's not ours, you know. It's like it's it's all of ours. It's everybody's. You mentioned the um, the problem of indigenous women and the murders, and um, you know, hip hop is not known for being terribly respectful of women all the time. You're really turning the tables there. We talk about uh, the missing and murdered indigenous women and um, the things that we go through and the things that we we. We, we think about um, it's something that's heavy on our hearts it, it just weighs on us so much I personally would like to know that uh, indigenous women can feel safe in this world uh, there are also the environmental disputes over land you're involved in that yeah yeah we have pipeline issues there's some that we've been finding out it's worldwide like in the Sami people in northern Norway they're talking about uh, pipelines going through their traditional reindeer herding lands so this is like it's a shared experience amongst all indigenous people. With, with the, um, the cultural genocide of stuff um, with residential schools, they tried to kill the Indian within the Indian kind of thing and tried to turn us into them. Because of that, we are still have that connection with land. We feel like it's a duty, you know, to, to, to protect it. We are the tribe that they cannot see. We live on an industrial reservation. We are the Halusa Nation. We have been called the Indians. We have been called Native American. We have been called hostile. We have been called pagan. We have been called militant. I sense from talking to you that there's a lot of this stuff that's still too powerful to even approach at this point in your musical development, that it's, it's almost too hot to handle. The more conversations we have about these things, um, the more that there's an understanding amongst all of Canada and all of the world. We're making a music for Indigenous people. You know, we, we've been misappropriated uh, in film, media, all of that stuff forever. You know, like we've never appropriated ourselves. We can certainly see the unbelievably degrading images of Indigenous people in some of your shows. You you play those. You You make sure people see what's been done um, and reference murders and and uh, killings that have taken place uh, on reservations and on Indian lands uh, as part of your shows. So, I mean, it, it's not protest music, but, you know, there's plenty to protest, I would think. Yeah, we have a lot of fuel. Let's put it that way. We would love to just celebrate us. Us throwing a party night in Ottawa for Indigenous people is a political statement. I, I, I try my best to understand a lot of people and realize that my way isn't the only way.
I think that if um, other people, yeah, just, just educate themselves, understand that, you know, where we're coming from, you know, we can start having like these really great conversations that uh, could possibly end a lot of things that are wrong with everything. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks. Tim Toolman Hill is a member of the Canadian DJ collective, A Tribe Called Red. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, the New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. So please join me every week for the New Yorker Radio Hour wherever you listen to podcasts.